O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom for ever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Tuesday, April 20th. Journey with me through the entire Bible in one year, focusing on the biblical calendar, the Sabbath, the feasts, and the Torah reading cycle. We have many voices, interpretations, and points of view out there, but there is nothing like listening to the crystal-clean, pure Word of God in your life. It is living water for your spirit. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Romans 10.17 When we listen to the spoken Word of God, it is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews 4.12 The Word of God is alive, it is powerful, and it renews our mind and builds up our spirit, as it is written in Isaiah 55.11. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Akarai Mot, and it means, After the Death. Leviticus 18, 1-15 Hashem spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Bnei Israel and say to them, I, Hashem, am your God. You shall not copy the practices of the land of Egypt where you dwelt, or of the land of Canaan to which I am taking you, nor shall you follow their laws. My rules alone shall you observe and faithfully follow my laws. I, Hashem, am your God. You shall keep my laws and my rules by the pursuit of which man shall live. I am Hashem. None of you shall come near any one of his own flesh to uncover nakedness. I am Hashem. Your father's nakedness, that is, the nakedness of your mother, you shall not uncover. She is your mother. You shall not uncover her nakedness. Do not uncover the nakedness of your father's wife. It is the nakedness of your father. The nakedness of your sister, your father's daughter, or your father's mother. 
whether born into the household or outside, do not uncover their nakedness. The nakedness of your son's daughter or of your daughter's daughter, do not uncover their nakedness, for their nakedness is yours. The nakedness of your father's wife's daughter, who was born into your father's household, she is your sister, do not uncover her nakedness. Do not uncover the nakedness of your father's sister, she is your father's flesh. Do not uncover the nakedness of your mother's sister, for she is your mother's flesh. Do not uncover the nakedness of your father's brother. Do not approach his wife, she is your aunt. Do not uncover the nakedness of your daughter-in-law, she is your son's wife. You shall not uncover her nakedness. Joshua 21, 1-22-20 Heads of the ancestral houses of the Leviim approached the Kohen Eleazar, Joshua, son of Nun, and the heads of the ancestral houses of the Israelite tribes, and spoke to them at Shiloh, in the land of Canaan, as follows. Hashem commanded through Moses that we be given towns to live in, along with their pastures for our livestock. So the Israelites, in accordance with Hashem's command, assigned to the Leviim out of their own portions the following towns with their pastures. The first lot among the Leviim fell to the Kehatite clans. To the descendants of the Kohen Aaron there fell by lot thirteen towns from the tribe of Yehuda, the tribe of Simon, and the tribe of Benjamin. And to the remaining Kehatites, there fell by lot ten towns from the clans of the tribe of Ephraim, the tribe of Dan, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. To the Gershonites there fell by lot thirteen towns from the clans of the tribe of Issachar, the tribe of Asher, the tribe of Naphtali, and the half-tribe of Manasseh in Bashan. And to the Merorites by their clans twelve towns from the tribe of Reuben, the tribe of Gad, and the tribe of Zebulun. The Israelites assigned those towns with their pastures by lot to the Leviim, as Hashem had commanded through Moses. From the tribe of the Judites and the tribe of the Simeonites were assigned the following towns, which will be listed by name. They went to the descendants of Aaron among the Kehatite clans of the Leviim, for the first lot had fallen to them. To them were assigned in the hill country of Yehuda Kiryat Arba, that is Hebron, together with the pastures around it. Arba was the father of the Anokites. They gave the fields and the villages of the town to Caleb, son of Jephunneh, as his holding. But to the descendants of Aaron the Kohen they assigned Hebron, the city of refuge for manslayers, together with its pastures, Libna, and its with its pastures, Jatir with its pastures, Eshtimoa with its pastures, Holon with its pastures, Debir with its pastures, Ain with its pastures, Juta with its pastures, and Bet Shemesh with its pastures, nine towns from those two tribes. And from the tribe of Benjamin, Gibon with its pastures, Giba with its pastures, Anatot with its pastures, and Ulman with its pastures, four towns. All the towns of the descendants of the Kohen Aron, thirteen towns with their pastures. 
As for the other clans of the Kehatites, the remaining Leviim descended from Kehat. The towns in their lot were from the tribe of Ephraim. They were given in the hill country of Ephraim, Shechem, the city of refuge for manslayers, with its pastures, Gezer with its pastures, Gibzaim with its pastures, and Beth Horon with its pastures, four towns. From the tribe of Dan, Elteki with its pastures, Gibbethon with its pastures, Ijalon with its pastures, and Gath Rimmon with its pastures, four towns. And from the half tribe of Manasseh, Tanakh with its pastures, and Gath Rimmon with its pastures, two towns. All the towns for the remaining clans of the Kehatites came to ten with their pastures. To the Gershonites of the Levitical clans, from the half-tribe of Manasseh, Golan, and Bashan, the city of refuge for manslayers, with its pastures, and Beer Tirah, with its pastures, two towns. From the tribe of Issachar, Kishion, with its pastures, Dobroth, with its pastures, Yarmut, with its pastures, and Eganim, with its pastures, four towns. From the tribe of Asher, Mishal, with its pastures, Avdom with its pastures, Helkoth with its pastures, and Rehob with its pastures, four towns. From the tribe of Naphtali, Kadesh, and Galilee, the city of refuge for manslayers with its pastures, Hamath Dor with its pastures, and Kartan with its pastures, three towns. All the towns of the Gershonites by their clans came to thirteen towns with their pastures. To the remaining Leviim, the clans of the Merorites, from the tribe of Zebulun, Jachnim with its pastures, Kartah with its pastures, Dimna with its pastures, and Nahalal with its pastures, four towns. From the tribe of Gad, Ramoth, and Gilead, the city of refuge for manslayers, with its pastures, Mahanaim with its pastures, Heshbon with its pastures, and Jazer with its pastures, four towns in all. All the towns which went by lot to the Merorites by their clans, the rest of the Levitical clans came to twelve towns. All the towns of the Leviim within the holdings of the Israelites came to forty-eight towns with their pastures. Thus, those towns were assigned every town with its surrounding pasture, and so it was with all those towns. HaShem gave to Israel the whole country which he had sworn to their fathers that he would assign to them. They took possession of it and settled it. HaShem gave them rest on all sides, just as he had promised to their fathers on oath. Not one man of all their enemies withstood them. HaShem delivered all their enemies into their hands. Not one of the good things which HaShem had promised to the house of Israel was lacking. Everything was fulfilled. Then Joshua summoned the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, and said to them, You have observed all that Moses the servant of Hashem commanded you, and have obeyed me in everything that I commanded you. You have not forsaken your kinsmen through the long years down to this day, but have faithfully observed the instruction of Hashem your God. Now Hashem your God has given your kinsmen rest, as he promised them. Therefore turn and go to your homes, to the land of your holdings, beyond the Jordan that Moses, the servant of Hashem, assigned to you. But 
be very careful to fulfill the instruction and the teaching that Moses, the servant of Hashem, enjoined upon you, to love Hashem your God, and to walk in all His ways, and to keep His commandments, and hold fast to Him, and to serve Him with all your heart and soul. Then Joshua blessed them, and dismissed them, and they went to their homes. To the one-half tribe of Manasseh, Moses had assigned territory in Bashan, and to the other, Joshua assigned territory on the west side of the Jordan with their kinsmen. Furthermore, when Joshua sent them off to their homes, he blessed them, and said to them, Return to your homes with great wealth, with very much livestock, with silver and gold, with copper and iron, and with a great quantity of clothing. Share the spoil of your enemies with your kinsmen. So the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh left the Israelites at Shiloh in the land of Canaan and made their way back to the land of Gilead, the land of their own holding, which they had acquired by the command of Hashem through Moses. When they came to the region of of the Jordan in the land of Canaan, the Reubenites and the Gadites and the half-tribe of Manasseh built an altar there by the Jordan, a great conspicuous altar. A report reached the Israelites. The Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh have built an altar opposite the land of Canaan in the region of the Jordan, across from the Israelites. When the Israelites heard this, the whole community of the Israelites assembled at Shiloh to make war on them. But first the Israelites sent the Kohen Pinchas, son of Eleazar, to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh in the land of Gilead, accompanied by ten chieftains, one chieftain from each ancestral house of each of the tribes of Israel. They were every one of them heads of ancestral houses of the contingents of Israel. When they came to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh in the land of Gilead, they spoke to them as follows. Thus said the whole community of Hashem, What is this treachery that you have committed this day against the God of Israel, turning away from Hashem, building yourselves an altar, and rebelling this day against Hashem? Is the sin of Peor, which brought a plague upon the community of Hashem, such a small thing to us? We have not cleansed ourselves from it to this very day, and now you would turn away from Hashem. If you rebel against Hashem today, tomorrow he will be angry with the whole community of Israel. If it is because the land of your holding is unclean, cross over into the land of Hashem's own holding, where the Mishkan of Hashem abides, and acquire holdings among us. But do not rebel against Hashem, and do not rebel against us, by building for yourselves an altar other than the altar of Hashem our God. When Achan, son of Zerach, violated the proscription, anger struck the whole community of Israel. He was not the only one who perished for that sin. Luke 20, 1-26 And it came to pass that on one of those days, as he, Yeshua, taught the people in the temple and preached the gospel, the chief priests 
and the scribes came upon him with the elders, and spoke to him, saying, Tell us, by what authority do you these things? Or who is he that gave you this authority? And he answered and said to them, I will also ask you one thing, and answer me. The baptism of John, was it from heaven, or of man? And they reasoned within themselves, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say, Why then did you not believe him? But if we say of men, all the people will stone us, for they are persuaded that John was a prophet. And they answered that they could not tell where it came from. And Yeshua said to them, Neither tell I you by what authority I do these things. Then he began to speak to the people this parable. A certain man planted a vineyard and led it forth to husbandmen, and went into a far country for a long time. And at the season he sent a servant to the husbandmen, that they should give him of the fruit of the vineyard. But the husbandmen beat him, and sent him away empty. And again he sent another servant, and they beat him also, and entreated him shamefully, and sent him away empty. And again he sent a third, and they wounded him also, and cast him out. Then said the Lord of the vineyard, What shall I do? I will send my beloved son. It may be they will reverence him when they see him. But when the husbandmen saw him, they reasoned among themselves, saying, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him, that the inheritance may be ours. So they cast him out of the vineyard and killed him. What therefore shall the Lord of the vineyard do to them? He shall come and destroy these husbandmen and give the vineyard to others. And when they heard it, they said, God forbid. And he beheld them and said, What is this then that is written? The stone which the builders rejected, the same has become the chief cornerstone. Whosoever shall fall upon that stone shall be broken, but on whomsoever it shall fall, it will grind him to powder. And the chief priests and the scribes the same hour sought to lay hands on him, and they feared the people, for they perceived that he had spoken this parable against them. And they watched him and sent forth spies, which should feign themselves just men, that they might take hold of his words, so that they might deliver him unto the power and authority of the governor. And they asked him, saying, Master, we know that you say and teach rightly, neither accept you the person of any, but teach the way of God truly. Is it lawful for us to give tribute unto Caesar or not? But he perceived their craftiness, and said to them, Why do you tempt me? Show me a penny. Whose image and superscription does it have? They answered and said, Caesar's. And he said to them, Render therefore unto Caesar the things which be Caesar's, and unto God the things which be God's. And they could not take hold of his words before the people, and they marveled at his answer, and held their peace. Psalm 89, 1-13 I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. With my mouth will I make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, Mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness shall you establish in the very heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn unto David my servant, Your seed will I establish forever, and build up your throne to all generations. 
Selah. And the heavens shall praise your wonders, O Lord, your faithfulness also in the congregation of the saints. For who in the heaven can be compared unto the Lord? Who among the sons of the mighty can be likened unto the Lord? God is greatly to be feared in the assembly of the saints, and to be had in reverence of all them that are about him. O Lord God of hosts, who is a strong Lord like unto you, or to your faithfulness round about you, you rule the raging of the sea. When the waves thereof arise, you still them. You have broken Rahab in pieces, as one that is slain. You have scattered your enemies with your strong arm. The heavens are yours, the earth also is yours. As for the world and the fullness thereof, you have founded them. The north and the south, you have created them. Tabor and Hermon shall rejoice in your name. You have a mighty arm, strong is your right hand, and high is your right hand. Proverbs 13, 15 and 16 Good understanding gives favor, but the way of transgressors is hard. Every prudent man deals with knowledge, but a fool lays open his folly. I'd like to speak to you today from our Torah portion from Leviticus 18, and then we're going to jump into Joshua 21 and 22. And in chapter 18 of Leviticus, we are seeing in this chapter the Lord's boundaries concerning the uncovering of nakedness. In other words, we are to have clear boundaries with who we are intimate with and who we are not intimate with. In Leviticus chapter 18, verse 3, it is written, You shall not copy the practices of the land of Egypt where you dwelt, or of the land of Canaan to which I am taking you, nor shall you follow their laws. The Israel Bible commentary to this verse reads as follows. This verse warns the Israelites to avoid the negative behavior such as incest and child sacrifices that were prevalent in Canaan. The chapter ends with an incredible spiritual statement. It warns that Eretz Israel itself is so pure that it cannot tolerate abominable behavior and will therefore expel any nation that defiles itself and the land, including the Jewish people. Ultimately, the Jews were indeed expelled from the land because of their sins. In modern times, even as we are grateful that Hashem has returned the children of Israel to the land, this warning must be taken to heart. The land must be kept pure, and the people's behavior must adhere to the teachings of the Bible. Continuing on now in Joshua chapter 21. And in this chapter, we see again a listing of the apportionment of the land that will be going out to the different tribes. And it goes into great detail and is very specific. And then it concludes with verse 41. So Joshua 21, verse 41 reads Hashem gave to Israel the whole country which he had sworn to their fathers, that he would assign to them. They took possession of it and settled in it. 
The Israel Bible commentary to the verse reads as follows. Hashem fulfills His promise to the people of Israel who live in and possess the land of Israel. The Rambam notes that there are three aspects to the Jewish people's obligation regarding Eretz Israel. They are commanded to live in Eretz Israel, to build up the land through strengthening its Jewish community, and to maintain a sovereign government ruling over Eretz Israel. Thus, though it's important for individuals to live in the land of Israel, it's also critically important that the nation of Israel has taken possession of it and settled in it, as this verse describes. Now, I will add to that um, this bit of information. Right now, Israel is extremely vulnerable to her enemies because their government is shaky and unstable and not solid. There have been four rounds of elections in the last year. And basically, when you vote in Israel, you vote for a party, not for a particular candidate or person. And whichever party receives the most votes, then the leader of that party becomes a candidate for prime minister. And there are 120 seats in the Knesset. So the candidate for prime minister must form a coalition of at least 61 seats. Now, here in America, we have basically two parties, Democrat and Republican. But in Israel, there's, I don't know, eight or 10 or 12 different parties. And so some parties are larger than others. There's the Likud, and then there's Jewish Home, and then there's, um, you know, all different parties that represent different factions of the society, that represents the ultra-Orthodox, that represents the Arabs, that represents um, the biblical Zionists. So it's not easy. It's like taking a patchwork quilt and trying to get all the pieces of the patches of the material to come together into one quilt. And so in this latest round of elections, uh, Netanyahu again came out on top and has been tasked to try to form a coalition. But there's a lot of opposition against him from the people because of all the legal troubles that he's had. And just, you know, he's been in there for a long time and he's made some enemies. And so, again, the government is very shaky and unstable right now because he's trying to form a coalition. It hasn't come together yet. And meanwhile, Israel's enemies are circling around them like vultures. Iran is um, reactivating their nuclear program and getting centrifuges going and um, activating their nuclear power bases to try and make nuclear weapons. And they have said often in the years past that they want to wipe Israel off the map. And so Israel is very vulnerable right now, and they don't have a good, strong, solid government. So Israel definitely needs our prayers. Continuing on in Joshua chapter 22, verse 12, it is written, when the Israelites heard this, the whole community of the Israelites assembled at Shiloh to make war on them. Let me give you some context. In this next chapter, the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, they live on the east side of the Jordan. 
And so what has happened is they made an altar on that side of the Jordan. And so now all of the other tribes are very upset with them and saying, why have you made your own altar? You're supposed to come over here and come to the place that God has chosen here in Jerusalem or in Shiloh to make a sacrifice or to come and pray or to worship or whatever, or to seek the Lord. And so they're confronting these three tribes and they are ready to go to war with them. Because they are remembering when Achan stole some of the booty when they first crossed over into the promised land, um, and he, he buried it inside of his tent, well, the whole nation suffered. The whole nation, for the sin of one, they suffered. And so now there's this conflict going on, and the uh, the tribes of, half-tribe of Manasseh, uh, the Reubenites and the Gadites, are being confronted. So let me read verse 12 once again. When the Israelites heard this, the whole community of the Israelites assembled at Shiloh to make war on them. The Israel Bible commentary to this verse reads as follows. When the two and a half tribes residing on the east bank of the Jordan set up an altar to Hashem, the other tribes react harshly and quickly. The nine and a half other tribes threaten to make war if they do not put an end to this practice. Because the Mishkan stands, no other altars could be permitted. Similarly, once the Beit HaMikdash, or temple, is built in Jerusalem, no sacrifices are ever allowed anywhere else. Though the entire land of Israel is holy, Hashem desires that his people join together to serve him in one united center of worship, in the heart of the capital city, Jerusalem. So we will continue on in this chapter tomorrow and find out how this gets resolved. Have a blessed day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Adonai Vish Mareka Yeah Adonai Anavilaka Vikuneka Isa Adonai Anav Eleka Vayaseh Leka Leka Aaronic Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24-26 Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. <laughs>